Hello, everybody. This is Gosha from Cosmic Agency. Yes, that's right. I am not in my kitchen anymore. I am actually traveling. I'm here in Sweden, in Stockholm, for five days. It's very cold. It's below zero temperature Celsius. So I'm going to be brief. I wanted to make this update from here, from this beautiful park near Stockholm. Yeah, something different and natural and beautiful. So I wanted to tell you just some things that we talked with Varu in the beginning of our communication about in around April or so or so. As you know, this communication is through the internet. And as you are, I was also surprised in the beginning that actually they use internet. As I explained my first video ever in this channel, I will repeat this briefly. They have used channeling before and telepathy, but for a while now, they have been using other methods of communication like internet because they are available to us. This is the response that Svaro gave me in the very beginning when I questioned her about this. She says, telepathy only works when you have a transmitter and receiver. Even if we transmit with high power, if the subject is not in the same band mental ability, he or she will not receive any message. So they are, they are transmitting the message. And also interesting, sometimes they are transmitting not just to one person, but it's like a radio. Whoever picks up the message can receive it. But if there are no receivers, there is a problem. Then... Also, there is a law for us that is part of the so-called Prime Directive that clearly states that a civilization with a lesser degree of development cannot be interfered with and not be given any new technology. This also responds to the question why they cannot give any new technology to us that we don't have yet because it's the part of the space laws. We can only advise. And part of that Prime Directive clearly states that no communication device or means of communication can be used if it's above the technological level of the lesser civilization. So we will use the best available. And since internet are now available, they were not before, we will use this as a primordial means of communication. People channel Pleiadians every day. Thank you, Sal, for telling me how to pronounce Pleiadians. People channel Pleiadians every day on Earth. The problem is that even if some of those channelings may be true, most of them are not. So now we are implement we are implementing we implemented a direct contact method to avoid this problem. And even if it's true and sincere, the channeling they can be interfered with by the negative forces. There is more. Ah, okay here. In the very, very beginning, I asked her, Svaru, if I share this with people that I have the communication through the internet, it's going to be a bit funny, don't you think? And I said, ha ha, at the end of this question. So she responds, for you, this is perfectly new, so I understand. And the ha ha part is also understandable. Ha ha, and now she's quoting, like, Ha ha. Oh, oh, I made them think I'm an alien. How stupid can they be? Ha ha ha. And she continues, but we are not new to this. And we've been here for years and years now. The amount of people that have spoken with us using this method is now in thousands. I've been here only since October 2015, but my predecessors have been here long before that. And about the ha ha factor. 
Please understand that after a while, it's no longer funny. Years and years of this is not funny. It's very expensive in time and mental energy, and most of the thousands of contacts have gone down the drain for one or another reason. It's energetically very expensive for us because very few of us can speak human language. We are few. I've been online for as much as 8 to 10 hours a day. It's no longer funny. Try doing this for three years in a row, not only repeating this over and over again, but also receiving insult cyber attacks in the process. So after this conversation with her, I no longer questioned the internet communication and I no longer, you know, I was not suggesting it as being maybe absurd or funny when I mention it to people, when I share it, because I felt she was a bit hurt or dis- disturbed or like, not not disturbed, tired of hearing this over and over again, because they are doing their best. They have been doing this for years, repeating the same over and over again, chatting, t- typing, using the language that is not telepathic. If for them it's difficult to use human words, not using telepathy, it's very limiting for them. Training. So when she said that channeling can be interfered by the negative forces. I asked, can this type of communication be overtaken by negative forces? Is there a way that there could be any interference on your side? And she says, no, because this communication is protected holographically with our artificial intelligence. By the way, when the words artificial intelligence come out, it sounds so negative, but actually there are positive uh, sides to artificial intelligence, just like any technology. They are using their ships, again, using artificial intelligence systems. Artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence from Pleiadians are, mm, and other races is protecting the internet, for example, in many aspects. So she says, from here, it cannot be interfered with. But at some point, this signal has to be translated from holographic, where they are, to digital, and therefore using a normal server. That's where the Internet's interference starts. Because they are using the holographic system, and then they translate to the digital system, and they connect to the server on Earth. But no, Tracking the IP address is not going to work because that's not where they are. They are using the servers, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned that, they are using the servers in Russia. Yes, the, the, the Russians are allowing them to use the servers. I don't know much more beyond that, but that's not where they are because the signal, that's where it ends. Then it's translated back into holographic, where they, where they, wherever they are. So that's it about this point. And then I continued, you know, talking about the interferences and how we can receive information that is interfered with and it's difficult to trust the information and the and the and the source and it can be can be lo- lost in all this. So I asked her, how do we know what's the best way? Because I always have this desire to do what's right and to do what's noble and correct. And I want to fulfill my life's mission in the correct way. So I asked her about that. And I say, how do I know I'm doing the correct thing? And she says, just like a short message, it might help some of you. Follow your tr- your heart, that's of course. Trust yourself and your discernment. Okay, everybody says that usually. So that's that's normal. Follow your heart, trust yourself and your discernment. But it's important here. Do what you must with the best 
data available for you at any given time and be prepared to change as the new data comes in. Change is the only constant. In other words, you cannot know which is the right way. We cannot either. We just do what we can as best as we can. Nothing is inherent, inherently wrong. Just experience. And what you learn from it is the why you had it. So as you see, the, way, the right way is to, to perceive what is the right way for you to follow based on the best information available to your understanding at the moment and according to your intuition at the moment and go adapting that as the new information flows in. So you cannot blame yourself or feel guilty for following the not right way. I mean, what you later might think it wasn't the right way because it was the best way for you at the moment based on what you had in your reality in that moment. Even they are acting in the same way. Uh, they don't have all the answers. They only act according to what they understand at any given point. So <laughs> so let's not feel bad or, or worry too much about whether we are on the right track or not. Okay. Where is my friend? He's over there. Okay. It's very cold. I have to go fast. Last point to share with you. I want to share this because... Oh, the dogs. I want to share this with you just so you can see that when we first started our communication with Varu, it was friendship. It was based on friendship. It, it wasn't really... We didn't know where it was going to go, but it was based on the friendship. It wasn't meant to be shared with the world, maybe yet, or it just, it was just friends. So I asked her, why? I don't understand why beings like you spend so much time with humans on earth. If it's not for some productive goal, maybe you like talking to us. Why? What? And I asked her, what do you think I should do more in my channel? Because I was doing before interviews, translations of articles in the Spanish channel. So I asked her for advice. What do you think? What do you want me to do? Because I feel our communication is for that. Do something. And she says, I cannot tell you what, you, what to do. It must come from you. You will know what to do. All I want is to share anything that may be useful to you. I'm an extraterrestrial for you, but I'm also just a little girl with crooked teeth looking for her place in the universe, asking questions, asking herself why she exists. You see, I am not going to ask anything from you. They never impose. They have never asked us, me and Robert, to share this information. We just did because it was just so amazing. We had to share. But in the beginning, it's just a friendship. I'm just a little girl asking herself why she exists. And now I say, that's exactly what I ask myself too. So we can keep asking together. Maybe with your ET perspective and mine here, we can figure it out. <laughs> and she says, but my point of view is we are not better or superior. We are just more people. I may have some pieces of the puzzle. You may have others. If we share, we can both grow. I say, but your piece is probably 100 times bigger than mine. And she says, I don't think so. You are not limited. Your pieces are as valuable as mine are or as anybody else's are. And I say, yes, but mine here are so heavily influenced by various dark forces, no? And there is a memory wipe. 
But I do like to believe that there is knowledge within us just forgotten. It needs to be activated. And she says, last quote, that will in turn give you even more valuable pieces as you are finding your way, even in spite of those limitations. But I will give you a hint. You are not limited. You were only tricked into thinking that you are, but you are not. This is how our conversation started as friends, as both of us are trying to, you know, talk about the reality, sharing, sharing ideas and both contributing to understanding of reality. Just two girls in different places in the universe chatting. That's why I named these conversations chats, not interviews, not whatever. Chats, chats with Varu, with our extraterrestrial friend. And and she is. She is and um and and she's humanity's friend as well, of all of us. So thank you very much. I'm gonna go because it's very cold. My friend is waiting. My 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 fingers are are very, very cold, freezing. Thank you so much, and I'll see you when I come back. Bye!